Mark Dallator is his name. He's the chief executive of Open Country Dairy, a second biggest dairy company, obviously, behind Fonterra. Today we find him in the Netherlands, in a city. He's not quite sure which one. He just says it's cold and it's dark. Mark, thanks for some of your time. I know you stopped off in Dubai on the way over for the Gulf Food Show, which is the biggest, I think, food show in the world. Uh, Did you transact some good business on the way? Yeah, good evening, Jamie, and I'm going to say good evening because it's, uh, what is it, uh, just after 10 p.m. here. So uh, so it's uh, good evening for me, and it is cold and wet and rainy here, but um, quite a difference from Dubai, um, as you would expect. But, yeah, that's right, just came back uh, or came over, carried on over, I guess, from the Gulf Food Show, and, and um, my goodness, I, I have to say, Jamie, that, that is the largest food show in the world now, and, and it was very, very well attended. It was standing room only. Um, and I've been to Gulf Food three times now, um, and this is easily the, the best attendance that I've seen um, in that show. Well, I'm assuming in a past life you went with AFCO. Uh, would I be right in saying that? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and, th- and, the time, and the time before that in the seafood industry. So I'm sort of been there on, a, on with a few different uh, hats on, but... Um, Again, just straight from an attendance point of view, it's um, it was it was extremely busy, and it's a it's a really important market for us, Jamie. You know, especially considering the current performance of China. Um, you know, a lot of the product that we've been producing is is heading to uh, this part of the world, and and it's certainly a you know very active, very changing part of the world at the moment. Were all the big New Zealand export companies represented there, the likes of Fonterra, Silverfern Farms, the Alliance Group, I don't know, you, Zespri, you name it. Yeah, I didn't get to the meat hall this time, Jamie, somebody was too busy in the, the dairy section, but um, there are a few New Zealand companies there, I think uh, Open Country was the only major processor with a stand, so we, we had a stand there, most people were in attendance in some way, shape or form um, with various meetings, but uh, um, for us it's you know, it isn't again, like I said, an important market, and, and we had to stand there because we wanted to make a big presence. So, um, not sure of the tens numbers yet, but but to answer your initial question, yeah, there was there was business traded and transacted in that in that you know in that stand during those days. So it was it was well worth the investment. Now, you obviously, or a point of discussion at this food uh, show, the largest in the world, obviously was some of the trade difficulties around the world at the moment, especially when it comes to that part of the world, Suez Canal, Red Sea. Uh, Obviously, we can get directly into places like Dubai, but if we're trying to go a bit further into Europe, where you are at the moment, there are some issues. Yeah, hot topic of discussion, as as you would expect. Um, That's in a funny sort of way, um, it's helped tension things up a little bit, Jamie. And, you know, one thing that is, you know, pervading discussion in that, that um, Middle East show was the fact that that region in the world is changing. So, and largely driven by a couple of factors, um, Saudi. Now, Saudi Arabia is a country that, you know, is undergoing a significant cultural change, really. So, you know, they've got very, very specific targets. They're looking to double tourist numbers double expat, expat, I should say, numbers uh, in the market and um, and grow their population by two and a half million in the next five years. So they're, they're transforming Riyadh into the next Dubai. So they've got some very, very aggressive integration targets within Saudi, and that's driving a, um, 
um, a big demand and big forecast demand around food service and support industries. So the likes of the Starbucks of the world and whatnot are, are really starting to look at taking a position in that part of the world. So that's the positive side. You know, Saudi Arabia is leading the leading the um, way in that part of the world because of that change that they're implementing. On the not-so-positive side, of course, um, you've got a lot of uh, refugees coming out of Gaza at the moment, and Egypt's closed their borders, and, and these people are pretty transient at the moment, which is a tragedy, of course. Um, but governments in that part of the world are saying we need to um, build up our food reserves and be prepared for these uh, these people. So, you know, again, you know, without without feeding on the tragedy of others, it's a, it's a good opportunity for New Zealand to move product in there and, and uh, make sure these people have got some food. Well, if the Saudis spend as much on our food, buying our food as they do on sports washing, uh, with the sports teams they're buying at the moment, will be quids in. Look, t- talk yeah. to me about uh, Europe at the moment. You're in the Netherlands, as we said, at the top of this interview. What, what, what is the feedback you're getting on the ground there? Yeah, look, it's... it's um it's not as not as um, bright, I guess, Jamie. In, in all reality, you know, there's a lot of um, socio-economic pressures in in UK Europe at the moment, and I think demand's pretty subdued. Um, on the other hand, um, production's down. You know, local uh, milk production around and through through Germany, uh, Netherlands, for example, and, and Ireland. Um, Ireland's had a terrible start. There. They're they're down about 25% on the same time last year in terms of milk production early in the season, but they are down. So demand's down, but supply is, is likewise. So everyone's sort of got a watching brief on this part of the world at the moment. So um, uh, I think, uh, you know, you can't have these conversations too long, though, and saying, you know, without people saying, well, if China does come back after Chinese New Year, New Year and start buying, um, there's going to be an interesting um, imbalance of supply and demand in the world. So we'll see what... Uh, see what happens in the next few weeks, Jamie, on that front. Okay, let's look at our domestic production. Getting dry around many parts of the country, uh, although other parts, uh, in Southland, for instance, having a roiler of a season, what are you picking for our domestic production? Yeah, it's it's, it's um, certainly starting to drop off, you know, from our what we're seeing with our um, suppliers. Waikato's, you know, I'd say down now, um, I'd say oh, four four to four and a half percent on last year right now and that's really about heat jamie i don't know if you know there's still plenty of grass around plenty of feed it's not so much um dry as it is just heat and and uh the cows of course aren't producing that well under those conditions so i think right and the further north you go the the, the further the production's down but like you said down in the deep south it's um it's been a, a stunner of a season so I think we're going to be off a little bit i think the uh, season is certainly starting to come to an end um uh, you know, reasonably quickly now. And that's certainly the message that, that we were sending to the market, you know, that uh, um, don't count uh, don't count on too much more milk coming. Um, get in there while you can, and I think that's an important message to get to the market. Now, how's my $8 looking from Open Country Dairy? Pretty good, Jamie. Yeah, for the final quarter, or will you get it for the third quarter? Uh, we'll get it for the third quarter, so... But I'm not giving any more detail than that, Jamie. You'll have to wait. We're about a week or two away from finalising that number and announcing it. So um, you'll hear it with everyone. Mark Delator, safe travels home uh, from the Netherlands to God's own. Cheers. Thanks, mate.